Flavour Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavour Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs. I always forget which way to point. You're over there somewhere. Uh, coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B- minus in Randy, unseasonably warm California. We've got a wild card episode. Unconventional pairings we're going with tonight. How do you feel about that, Randy? How are you feeling today on this lovely January Wednesday? I'll be honest, I'm a little distracted. And, I, you know, at first... Well, let's I, talk I, about it. Yeah, let, let's. Let's, if I, if I may, just for a moment here. But at, at first, I was like, what is this guy doing? And then I realized that Jordan Gutormson is kind of a genius mastermind producer because I've heard, like, the joke about, like, doing the fake laughing as you come on the air. And if anyone watch, is watching on video, you notice that, like, Robbie and I are, are effectively always laughing when we come on the air. It's because Jordan is such a nutball and just goes crazy right before he hits the live button. And so he, like, genuinely gets us laughing. And I, and I used to think, like, man, this guy is off his rocker. And it just occurred to me it's this, like, devious genius strategy yes. to, to, to make it That's a genuine it. laughter. That's it. Well done, Jordan. Well done. I, 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 I hand Nobody needs a fake laugh. Randy, I think it's it's pretty amazing that you chose this episode to do that on because when you go back and watch it, I actually wasn't laughing when we came in. Oh, really? <laughs> I was cracking up. I, I I was laughing so hard I couldn't. Thanks I didn't a lot, see Rob. <laughs> uh, be, yeah, be, beyond that, I am doing fantastic. Excited to be back here. It is the season finale of of uh, no, that's not our show. We do flavor <laughs> Odyssey. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, it's 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 cool. I am smoking something I've never smoked before in my entire life. Um, actually, almost two things at the same time that I've never smoked. So that's cool. I'm excited about the show. We got a great giveaway tonight. Uh, we'll be giving away a bundle of Acid Twenty cigars. You heard me right, Rob. I I, I know you were th you were just out computing. You're like he must have meant a five pack. I meant a bundle, a whole bundle of twenty cigars. Just so wait, for is it the acid? Is it the acid twenty or a bundle of twenty? Uh, a bundle of acid twenty. Oh, twenty acid twenties. I, so now, it's both. It's both. Yes. Both. Yes. A bundle of twenty. Uh, I, I think it depends on the manufacturer, but in this specific instance, it's twenty. Fantastic. That was well done. You were. Uh, it, it had like the double meaning, you know, like you, yeah. were, you were saying it one way, and it, and I understood it one way. Which wasn't the way that you were saying it, but it worked anyway. Inception. You are a, a, a master <laughs> communicator. Now let's do it all backwards. Upside down. <clears throat> have you guys seen Tenet yet? I have. I've I've heard mixed reviews. 
I, I hear I hear that you're it's definitely the type of movie you're gonna have to watch two or three times to get it. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Nolan. I, he does make some uh, some very good films. Uh, let's uh, see how how's everything going in the uh, in the dojo dugout back there in Colorado. It's going good, boys. I'm really looking forward to the show. I put way, way too much thought into my pairing tonight. In fact, I love the show so much. I think for two straight days, I thought about what I was going to do. And uh, so I'm excited to share that later on the show. So I'm excited. Jordan, what about you? I was the exact opposite. Couldn't <laughs> couldn't figure it out. I just last show is so dumb. <laughs> uh, last minute. Oh, are, are we saying him? Are we? No, not yet. We're not saying him yet. Just well, I, I showed it already, but you know, I was last minute, and uh, you know, I think it's got a shot. It's got, got a, a shot. shot. <laughs> it's got a shot. <laughs> saying there's a chance. Yeah. Whatever it's got a shot at. Who knows? Uh, so we're going unconventional pairings tonight. We're wrapping up the season. It's a little bit of a loosey-goosey kind of episode. Randy's bobbing back and forth. So am I. Wild card, baby. Yeah, we're kind of getting into it. We haven't even really started drinking yet. I've only had six beers, so I'm just fine. Um, actually, I've only had one. But uh, I had to make a last-minute change in my cocktail because I committed to one thing. And by committed, I mean I texted it to the group. It doesn't mean I really committed to it. Uh, I'm afraid of commitment. But um, it was terrible. I just couldn't. Uh, I, I was going to pair with a Gibson So uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One, we talked about it a little bit last week. It's gin. It's outside my kind of outside of my wheelhouse is really what we're going for, unconventional uh, pairings tonight. Um, and I wanted to keep our streak alive of talking about the Queen's Gambit because mm. she drinks the, the Gibsons as we spoke of. Nice. Uh, Randy, have you ever tried a Gibson? I have not. I have you not. I do, but only because we talked about it last week. I didn't know about it before last week. It's terrible. Well, so, so I was going to ask you. So, so terrible. You, you told me you expected it to be terrible. Did I you did. just convince yourself not to try it, or did you actually make one before the show, try it, and just say no? I made it. I absolutely made one. Yeah. It's just, it is a, uh, it's a gin martini with a, a cocktail onion instead of an olive. So it's a pickled onion instead of an olive. Um, and it was absolutely terrible. A gin martini is not something that I'm really interested in, unless you're putting in a little bit of fruit, like a Vesper martini, if you're into the, uh, to the James Bond, um, is fine. I can get into that, but this was just, it, it, it tasted bad. So I didn't want to do that to myself, so I switched my cocktail at the last minute. I'm going to let everybody know what I'm smoking, and I actually have round two cocktail coming, and I'll explain uh, what that is. So I was going for, when I said we, unconventional, that's different to everybody, right? To me, it was just what's outside of my wheelhouse. What do I not usually reach for as far as a pairing? And I'll get into that in a second. But the cigar that I'm smoking tonight that, you know, relatively, Randy likes to tell me, uh, you know, five seconds before the show starts that I'm, I'm wimping out by just smoking a regular cigar. This is the Dissident Home uh, 2019 and as you can see on your screen there, and if you're uh, listening on a podcast, you can't see it. But this is, in fact, a barber pole cigar, which means it's got two wrappers. And they're, how would you say it, Randy? They're wrapped in a way that you can see both of them? In I don't know. Unison? I don't know. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Like a barber pole. Like, it's called the barber pole. Intertwined. I like yeah, that. Also intertwined. That's good. So it's, it's predominantly a Maduro, uh, Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper. But there's also a Corojo wrapper uh, 
on the cigar as well. And they're, they're, it's rolled in a way that you can see both of the wrappers. So that, to me, a little bit outside of the box, Barber Poles. I don't smoke a ton of them. Um, so that's the cigar that I'm smoking tonight. We'll get into the, uh, the drinks that we're having in a minute. But, Randy, what are you smoking? So uh, I will stand by. Uh, you're a big wimp, and that's not all that unconventional. Only because, and again, if you're if you're on, if you're on a podcast and you don't see it, there are barber poles, which uh, and then there it, are barber poles, and then there are barber poles. Okay? And this one is so, the former. Yours is the latter. I understand. Exactly right. So so a barber pole. Uh, you know, if you literally think of a barber pole outside of an old school barber, it's an equal. You know, the the red and the white stripes are equal, where what Rob chose to do is 97% Maduro wrapper with this really, really thin, goes around <laughs> like seven-eighths of the, of the circumference of the cigar, uh, you know, just a thin little strip. Yeah, that's almost I, more for design. Like, it's a little fancification it, to right, make right, it look nice. Bougie. Right. It's, it's, it's more like it's an the right embellished. amount of bougie. It's 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 more of an embellishment. Uh, yeah, I I, I agree with uh, Jordan. It's a, it's a it's a uh, an aesthetic. And Jordan, I have a question for you. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, from from where I'm sitting, can I mute his microphone? Or is that only something that you have the power? I have the power. So I, on the other hand, went with a uh, more traditional uh, sizing and um, varied barber pole. As as the two wrappers used for mine are equal. Uh, percentages of, of the total coverage Such of the cigar. Um, so not only is this the very first time in my life I've smoked a barber pole, uh, the barber pole that I am smoking is uh, the wrapper is a combination of Candela tobacco and Brazilian Oscuro tobacco uh, brought to you by none other than La Zona uh, and Espinosa Cigars, this is the Fair Warning. That is a, uh, a shop exclusive for Caravan Cigar Company. And I have also never in my life smoked Candela tobacco. And that's why I started the show by saying it's almost two things in one that I've never done before. Barbara How Cole, have you know. not smoked either of those things? You told that's... me that they weren't very good. So I've, <laughs> I've... <laughs> Fair enough. I, I would like to point out that the first descriptor that you used for your unconventional cigar was traditional. Traditional barber pole, which is an unconventional style. I'm, I mean, saying, I'm not uh, saying. The, table, uh, the turntables are turning. It's going to go on all night. All right, boys, <laughs> what do you got going on back in uh, at home base there? Wait, are we, so are we doing uh, just the cigar, or are we talking about what we're pairing or what? Yeah. Have you been paying attention? No. Yeah, why are we doing it like that? Let's just talk about the pairing. I'm sorry. Well, Rob, you're in charge. I am in charge, and damn it, we're talking about our cigars right now. Okay, all right, <laughs> just a cigar. So I, I am going with the uh, Drew Estate Swamp Thang uh, Pig. Oh, my gosh. So this is a uh, Candela and also a Kentucky Fire Cured wrapper. San Andreas, I think it is. And um, I think you can only get this on... Uh, Safari, I think. It's one of those, like, you know, you go on Safari and you get it. So, I mean, Bougie, already, just the smell of this thing is, is like, um, smells like, you know, your, uh, your charcoal Beated grill. Scotch. Smells like Beated a charcoal grill. Yeah, I don't know about that. A little bit more like a. Not even that, huh? A little bit more like a charcoal grill. That's kind of what, mm. what I'm getting. And, so it uh, smells, smells like a tailgate. Yeah, I, I mean, the smell of it's delicious. I don't know yeah. how it's going to taste, uh, but y you guys all know 
everybody that follows me or watches me and know I'm 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 not a Candela fan at all. So I'm hoping that I have big big hopes for this guy. Are you a Kentucky Fire cured? Not the Great brand, the, just the, the style. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not either. But I wanted to just go balls to the wall, outside of the box, unconventional as humanly possible. And so that's what, what I ended up with. Jordan, what do you got? I've got the the newest in the Deadwood series, came out this year, the Leather Rose. And nice. just just cutting it, I can smell the sweetness like on my on that's like on my hands. Smells like like fruity sweet tea. I haven't lit it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back. I've got some follow up questions for both of those gentlemen. Okay. Why wouldn't you? I mean, of course. I I think uh, so far. I think Eric has gone the furthest outside the box. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I applaud that effort. Taking a if walk on was, the wild side, boys. If that was if that was the goal here, um, hey. Eric Eric nailed it. So for my for the the liquid portion of my pairing, Randy. Um, now you know. You know a lot about me, right? You know that I like scotch. I do. And you know that I like beer. That's fair. Um, now, did you know that I hate scotch cocktails? I didn't. I almost refuse to drink There's any no cocktail. There's no reason for that to exist. To have a cocktail that has scotch in it. It's just, it's stupid. It's like, if I want to drink scotch, I'm just going to drink the scotch. Now, bourbon cocktails I can get down with because it just seems more, maybe it's just more traditional, I'm more used to it. But like a Rob Roy is a classic Scotch cocktail. It tastes like, I don't know, sweat socks. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. So I just avoid uh, Scotch cocktails uh, to begin with. And any cocktail that's going to have beer in it is also one that I avoid. Mm. I mean, you, you see them every now and again. They're not very sure. calm. So I'm going with the first thing I'm drinking here is actually called the Godfather cocktail. And it doesn't sound like it's too far outside the box. But it's a couple of things that I don't normally drink. It's equal parts scotch. And for this, I just use a Glenmore G10, very basic uh, scotch. And uh, Di Sirono, which is amaretto, Ooh. which is like an almond liqueur. That's so the best it, liqueur, IMO. I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know a bunch about liqueurs, but it's, it's not a bad one. Um, but it's very, very sweet. And I'm not a huge fan of it, but it, it's, it tastes like... Uh, it tastes like marzipan, so it's very almondy flavor, mm. very sweet. Uh, so equal it's, parts, though. Yeah. So it's like a, a shot and a half of each. And uh, that's m the uh, first leg of my pairing. The second leg, uh, which will be here shortly, is a cocktail that features scotch and beer. It's called Akintoshin and Ale. And I initially had it when I visited the Akintoshin uh, distillery in Scotland. Yeah, bougie, right? But uh, as you go through and you do the tour, they, they give you a couple of different cocktails with their Akintosh and American Oak, which is their, their like baseline. I think it's like a $30 bottle. Uh, I didn't have that, so I used Glenmorangie again. But it's, it is just, oh, the second cocktail. There you go. Steve Irwin. He's on it. Um, it is scotch, pale ale, uh, honey syrup, and lemon juice. And it is uh, actually quite good. So I'm curious to see how these pairings are going to work. Those are my outside-the-box pairings. I don't know if anyone else noticed, but the simple equal parts cocktail he made for himself, the more complex one with more ingredients, he, he delegated to Dana. His wife. Hey, that's, well, 
first of all, <laughs> when it comes to making cocktails, she is uh, better head and you? shoulders above. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, but I actually made both of them myself. The other one's just, it's in there waiting until this one is done because I don't want them both sitting here, you know? So I'm just going to do one at a time and she will just bring it up to me when it's ready. But the cocktail was, but thank you for pointing that out. I actually made them on my own. You have a little bell when, when, when you're ready for that? Or, uh... <laughs> ding, ding, ding. No, I'll actually text her. Oh, beautiful. Okay, well, well, that was weird, long, and complicated <laughs> since I, I didn't get the memo that we were doing a multi-segmented uh, well, period I, tonight. I felt a little bit guilty because I, my, I don't think my cocktails are super out of the box. They're just out of the box for me. Okay, well, so I wanted to double up. So, so everybody listening is clear. Like we go over what the template of the show is. We all like. Randy, to, how was your like, parent last week? And, and, and then, and then Rob just like makes it the up week as he before, goes. The week before, uh, <laughs> so, the rules. so with my Candela and Brazilian wrapped barber pole, I will be pairing with a green tea. Uh, this is an idea. <laughs> Would you expect like an applause or something? I, I, <laughs> I actually think that's pretty genius. Eric, you you know, you said that you aren't a Candela fan and you for some reason chose to drink to smoke Candela's in back to back weeks back. here I know, on, I know. On, on, on Flavor Odyssey. And so I was uh, based on some of your descriptors, uh, it made sense when and a shout a shout out to uh, to my folks out there at, in Castle Crew and Barb, Barbie Girl actually recommended hot tea as a pairing option and i thought well that sounds awful but uh <laughs> cold tea is something that i could uh, get down with and so uh so i thought with the the herbal kind of grassy notes um see see what happens there see if we find a nice synergy that uh, makes for a good pairing and uh and that's that's my pairing for the evening now you i should i should, should let everyone know that this green tea that you're drinking is like arizona green tea he showed it. Yeah, well, no, oh, there's a podcast, boys. There is a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, Randy's not drinking hot green tea. He is drinking it's out of a can that says green tea on the outside. Are you pouring tea. it into a, like a nice glass, or are you just that no, right? Out of the oh, can. I'm I'm drinking this out of a can. Yeah, uh, tall boy, straight to the head. Yeah, mm. no, th- this is this is like a 73 ounce can. This is the biggest can I've ever held in my hand before. Well, I guess a crowler is bigger. Um, uh, Patrick Larkin, shout out. Uh, the premium brewed blend of green teas using. Oh, you're kidding me! This has. Oh my god! This has ingredients that I swear I don't involve in my diet. I really should have read this can. Oh, before. you poor soul. <laughs> maybe maybe if you were nicer to me at the beginning of the show, I wouldn't have pointed it out. <laughs> so this, but this, you had to be scared. Just tea. Apparently, it's tea and high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh which no! Is, yeah, it's, <laughs> what do we do? Body can't process it, so it leads to cellulite oh, and, and, Shut and up. weird, weird. I don't know. That's just oh, so gosh. wrong. That's a total lie. Come on. Get out of here! I didn't know you were a uh, 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 conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Uh, no, you're. That's the conspiracy. I'm just the regular guy. You know, it's like, it's just basically, you know, the sweetness that they get out of corn. I mean, obviously, I would take a Mexican Coke over a Coke, but am I gonna, yeah, like, baby, have a cry fit if I <laughs> drink a Coca Cola? I think right. Matt. I think that Matt is drinking or do pairing something similar to you, Randy. What do you got, Matt? Is that a green tea? 
Matt is doing a. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Tell tell the folks what you got. It's similar to Randy's. Well, mine's like a clean energy tea, Runa. Where uh, where are we going? There it is. There it is. Uh, this way. Oh, yes. that's fancier than Randy's. Betty. And what? Fat bottom Betty. Now Ooh. now is do you have uh, corn fructose sweetener in yours? No, mine's just tea. <laughs> oh. This is all natural. It's real deal, natural. baby. All natural. He's not gonna Suck get it, celluloids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, come on, let's see if this, this is moving. This is going too slow for me. Eric, why don't you tell us, you, you spent two days thinking about yours. What are you smo- drinking with your smoke thing? All right, I put a, I put a <laughs> ton. Thing. I put smoke a thing. <laughs> that's smoke, smoke stick. thing, I like that. Smoke that's thing. The, so I put a ton of thought of into this. I was thinking, all right, so the Candela has some sweetness, but a lot of grassiness. The Kentucky Fire Cure Tobacco is going to have a lot of uh, smoke and charcoal-y type flavor. So I didn't want anything super strong like a regular bourbon, but I wanted something kind that had some kick to it also. So I'm going with this Jefferson's Manhattan barrel-finished cocktail. It's a barrel-finished cocktail. So what I'm hoping to accomplish with this is the sweetness in the cocktail um, to match with the candela and the um, oak finish of the barrel to match with the uh, Kentucky Fire Cured Tobacco, um, hoping that I will find some sort of synergy. Can we see what it looks like in the glass? Yeah, yeah, you can. It looks very much like a cloudy bourbon. That's what if I had to describe this, I would say it looks like cloudy bourbon. And if I is it to smell it like a oh go ahead. It's got some. It smells some citrus notes to it and stuff. But anyways, what were you gonna say, Robbie? So that's basically like a pre-made old-fashioned. It's like no, a, it's Manhattan. No, it's a Manhattan. Or Manhattan. Right. But then they age it in um, barrels. So, I see. Yeah. They age the whole cocktail in the yeah, barrel. Yeah, the right. whole cocktail right. in it. And it's only, um, it's only a 68 proof, which I thought would be good because I didn't want to um, – I, I, I wanted oh, to allow the cigar, cocktail. To, the cigar to do some stuff. And there's a whole bunch of information on the back of this bottle. I'm going to put it up to this camera. Let's let everybody read it. And, yeah, <laughs> and if, if I wasn't 55 years old and had horrible eyes, I could tell you some really interesting stuff. But I couldn't read this if I tried. Like, there's literally, there's no way in the world. I don't think any human in the world and it's could, in comic sans, could so that read that. So, anyways, I, I, that's all I know is it's a, uh, a, little, a little less alcohol maybe than a bourbon, and it has some sweetness and maybe a little citrus. Jordan? Okay, so we got the Desert Rose, or no, not the Desert Rose, the the Leather Rose, which is not infused. It is just a sweetened cap. Um, And I paired that with a Patron Silver. Um, Kind of thought. Tequila, one of the hardest pairings. Yeah, you never go tequila with cigars, and I don't ever go sweetened cigars. Just two things I don't do. Let's put them together. Also, you know, it's it's, uh, white tequila, so maybe uh, bring out some of the sweetness of the sugar on the cap. Keep it clean, you know, nothing too jarring on the palate. Let's see how it goes. Jordan, admit it, this is a total crapshoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I came up with that afterwards. Like, maybe, you know, justify my pick. The show. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, before we continue, I would like to share with everybody how you can get involved and have an opportunity to win yourself oh, yeah. a bundle of 20 
acid 20s. Uh, so tonight, what we are going to do, we are going to, we want to hear about the unconventional pairings that everybody out there in our audience came up with. So what we'd really like you to do is, first and foremost, always like the show on Facebook, share the show on your personal page, and then get your booty over to uh, dojoverse.com and uh, and hashtag unconventional pairing. You know what? You we, right we had there, a problem Andy? last time. We, <laughs> last time we did a, a, a hashtag on the word pairing. We had some problems. It should just be hashtag unconventional. Let's just go hashtag Pairing is a hard word to spell. Apparently. We, 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 we Apparently. Had our, yeah, we, we had our great friend Barry struggle. Didn't get involved in, in one of the... Oh, uh, <laughs> one of the giveaways he was trying to get involved in. So we're going to go with hashtag unconventional. Share the unconventional pairing. Tell us what you what you paired. And hashtag unconventional. And you will be entered to win a random giveaway of 20 acid 20s. Now, you can do that even after the show, right? That's correct. Yeah. I'll, you know what? With thank you, thank, all thank night. you for that. Yeah. I'll, I was going to say. All you have long. All to post it. All I will. I will run the numbers tomorrow at my leisure. Uh, so get get it in before the end of the night, and you will be entered to win 20 cigars, as well as some other really cool acid merch that I have. I've got some acid ashtrays and hats, and I might have a cutter. You never know. It's gonna it's gonna be kind of a little bit of a mystery grab bag. Um, you know, all built around uh, a bundle of cigars. If you like infused cigars, you definitely want to get in on this. Dude, this uh, we have another Randy in the the audience, and uh, he's pairing with eggnog. Well, he's disqualified for two reasons then. <laughs> Why? What's the first? That he's named Randy. I'm. Yeah, that, no, I disqualified you. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Because you're taking a shot at yourself. I get it. That's good. Uh, <laughs> So this is I've, I'm, I'm I'm just finished through my first cocktail here. I got the second one on the way. So I, I want to chime in on, on this one, but I, I'll, I'll wait until uh, until we get a little deeper into the show. <clears throat> um, so far, this is the first time I've smoked a cigar. So far, I'm really enjoying it. <clears throat> I haven't really gone too far down the the dissident uh, uh, list of cigars since uh, Black Label <clears throat> Oveja Negra. Uh, picked up the brand and started uh, releasing uh, under that name. But this, uh, this cigar is really good. It's got some, it's, it's very sweet and that might have a little bit to do with my cocktail, but I was uh, smoking it, <clears throat> excuse me, before I started drinking the cocktail. It's, it's got a, a nice, uh, like milk chocolatey sweetness to it. There's uh, some earthiness to it. There's a little bit of black pepper spice on the retrohale. It's a very nice, very approachable cigar. The draw is really loose on it, but uh, that would be my only complaint uh, very, very tasty so far. Uh, Randy, how's your first barber pole and or candela treating you? Well, I'll tell you, I, I think I assumed that there was um, some transitions that you would experience as it kind of um, as it favored one wrapper over another in um, in volume there. Again, this being uh, very equal it, I'm not getting the transitions, but I am definitely getting um, some very subtle grassy notes. I think the the Brazilian Maduro, Maduro is um, is dominating 
uh, whatever flavor component is coming from the wrappers. I'm definitely getting some of that spicy sweetness that I like so much from Brazilian Escuro tobacco. Uh, it's all Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh, definitely got some nice black pepper, um, some uh, some like kind of classic Nicaraguan notes. Um, I would say that if I was smoking this blindfolded, I'm not even sure that I'd really even be able to determine that uh, Candela was part of the um, the recipe uh, on this. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Now, I, I would just, Randy, I would just imagine that the uh, barber pole wouldn't add at all to any type of transition because you're you're still getting, as the cigar burns, you're still getting the same equal wrapper right you know portions as it it goes up now i i i I have not smoked a ton of barber poles i remember i think if you lit it at an angle like like this yes you you smoked it if it it, 37 degree you might see some transitions if it canoed really bad like maybe (laughs) now i can remember really really there was a 90 mile it was you know the, the company 90 miles they fdg uh, yeah, F- uh, Flor de Gonzalez, they came out with a barber pole, I don't know, maybe six years ago, that was really phenomenal. It was an excellent, excellent cigar. But for for me, and I don't know about Robbie, Randy, Jordan, you guys see if I'm way off base here. It doesn't seem like, I mean, it just seems to me like the barber pole is just more of a gimmick. I don't see how it, you could just put a, you could just put a binder that was something and a, and a wrapper that was something else and get the same effect, essentially. Maybe except for the quality of the leaf. I don't mean on a binder, you're not really using. But a it's, that's just that's just appearance. That's that's yeah, that's for appearance. Yeah. I don't know. Huh? Yeah, no, I, I can. I, you make a great point. I think just visually, I, I made the I jumped to the conclusion. No, I know. Uh, that, I'm, that, I'm, that, I wasn't that, mocking that, you. I was just no, after after I think you know when you think it through critically, because yeah. it does just all it just just a spin all the way up. So. Like this, you could see where there could be a transition, right? Because like once you get to the band, now you're into a full-on different rapper, right? And so I'm not, believe me, I'm not mocking your pick. I'm just mentally sort of trying to go through this in my brain and see what you guys think. It seems like the barber pole would be a certain flavor. Now that might be a cool flavor because they mix these two things, but I don't see how it would transition necessarily. Yeah, that, well, that's exactly what I'm experiencing. Yeah. yeah, if you look at the front of the cigar and the back of the cigar, I think you're smoking both wrappers at the same time. Right. right? Like if you turn it around. Right. Right. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think so I, I, visually, it's, you think, but it's right. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a combined flavor of the two, but it's it's equal throughout the smoking experience. Now, Randy, yeah. are you getting much? Uh, I mean, can you taste that candela? Is there something that's that you haven't experienced <laughs> I, before? That... I, I I do feel like there's a little bit of a, of a um. I mean, I, I can see why everyone says grassy. To me, it's almost like a um, an immature uh, tobacco uh, character. It's it's like underdone somehow. I, I it is it does have a, a it does have a quality that's unique uh, to my experience. I will say that it it doesn't come across as o- overly grassy. Um, so. Again, never smoking a Candela. I don't really have anything to compare it to. I, I would say there is a, a, a little something there that's unique. Um, but uh, again, with the the rest of the a bunch being all Nicaraguan and the rest of the wrapper being Brazilian, I think uh, 
you know, the, the overall percentage of candela to the entire uh, uh, recipe is a pretty small percentage. There you go. Yeah, I hear you. That's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it just kind of, somebody said that uh, barber poles uh, are only uh, the product of getting rid of uh, excess candela wrapper. <clears throat> Which I think is actually kind of funny, uh, although mine isn't uh, <clears throat> isn't a candela, but I, this I'm really enjoying the cigar. It's got a lot of flavor to it. It's got a, like I said some sweetness to it, definitely some earth, some spice. Um, I have switched cocktails, and it is a gigantic polar shift, uh, palate shock in flavor change. I went from almost syrupy sweet uh, with <clears throat> I I'm, I mean I'm using uh, Glen Morangy. This is a very, very basic, uh, very basic scotch. Uh, tasty, but not overpowering in any way. The Di Sirono really kind of overpowered the flavor in that, uh, in that, in that cocktail. Still very tasty, very sweet, much better than I anticipated it was going to be. Uh, but and the pairing was was solid. This one with the, with the IPA and the lemon and the honey. There's some herbal thing that's happening in here. I'm not tasting really the scotch at all. It just tastes like beer and and honey and lemon, which is much more, uh, uh, but it tastes much better than I thought it would, but it's, it's a, it's a, it is a palate shock to be, to be light. Randy, why are you, why are you so serious? I'm, I'm thinking deeply <laughs> uh, 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 about something that I'll leave for a conversation with this group after, after we get off the air, but, um, but, uh, well, you know what, uh, but I will share with you guys. So, <clears throat> As again, I'm not getting a ton of that herbal grassiness that I thought I was going to get from this cigar, um, which is why I lean towards the the, uh, the green tea. Um, you know, peek behind the curtain. Most people know I, I very seldomly only have one beverage um, uh, while I'm on this show pairing. I also tonight not only have a, uh, <laughs> a handle of Soco and a six pack of. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sipping. I'm sipping on some rye as I, as I often do these days. I actually grabbed um, a German Hefeweizen out out of the fridge, and that's making for a, a much more like compelling and interesting pairing uh, with this cigar. Uh, Hefeweizen is not something that I've ever paired with a cigar, and I'm only bringing it up because it's also pretty unconventional uh, to go with a, a German Hef and a and a cigar. Um, and uh, <laughs> the uh, so so uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and just describe that the, the Hefeweizen, like I said, is uh, German Hef, which which has that very bready wheat note, but it also has the the yeast fermentation characteristics of clove, a little bit of bubble gum I'm getting on here, um, and uh, uh, not so much the banana. You, you got a couple different uh, styles of, of Hef. Some lean more banana, some lean more bubble gum. This one is clearly more bubblegum, so I'm getting this like clovey bubblegum character going with this cigar. That's um, like you said, if nothing else, very intriguing and keeps drawing my attention uh, back to it every time I I, I, I um, take a pull off the cigar and then and then a sip of the beer. Um, I'm actually enjoying it really quite a bit. I still think that's <clears throat> that's kind of an outside the box, uh, yeah. unconventional pairing. I feel like we did. A half in season one, and I'm gonna go back and look. By but accident, we did. I feel like we did one. Yeah, for when we remember when we were on site in outside of Munich, we were in our. That's right. Leader hosted. 
we were on location. That's awesome. And what was the what was that pairing? That was a oh, fest beer from. It was a a, a Weinenstoffner. Right. Well, we tried to get the fest beer, but we ended up with the um, with the 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 German wheat beer. We were all we were super frustrated because we had thought we were getting fest beers, and it was for it was in it was like the first week of October, so we were doing a German themed Oktoberfest. So we did the Wunderlust with uh, with what we were trying to do the fest beer, but we ended up with that, with with that F. Yeah, that is true. Um, and just to uh, refresh everyone's memory, that gave we both gave that a thumbs down. So that's uh, that is interesting though that it's that it's pairing uh, nicely with what uh, with what you're drinking or with what you're smoking today, uh, boys. How are your pairings going today? So um, I, I gotta say I'm I'm a little impressed with this cigar. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I don't know if it's just the size or maybe the fact that the they've, they've uh, yeah this could be the perfect <laughs> this could be the perfect COVID uh, post COVID cigar because it has enough of, you know, um, impactful flavors that actually sort of penetrate my damaged uh, palate. And so I, I'm enjoying this cigar, and I'm actually enjoying this drink, but I don't think I'm enjoying... I, and I'm going to give it more time. I know the show's early. We haven't got to that stage yet. I'm going to give it more of a chance. So I'm enjoying the cigar. I'm enjoying the drink, but I don't think I'm enjoying the pairing. Uh, they don't mm. seem to have any sort of coordinated, uh, you know, impactual, attack effort. yeah, attack effort. Like, <clears throat> I feel like, I feel like when I smoke the cigar, I, okay, that's pretty good. And then I take the drink and I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. But they're just so different. It's almost like, you know, I'm listening to heavy metal music and then I hit pause and then I, and then I'm listening to, you know, like, uh, uh, Mozart or something. It's like two completely different. Which one's Mozart? Uh, the drink would be Mozart. This would be like heavy metal, and I. Uh, so just real quick, I think that's more like Pink Floyd, probably. Jordan, real quick on uh, <laughs> on Candela, uh, people have asked like, so what's the deal with Candela? It's not a different tobacco. It's just a different curing process. They just it's usually Connecticut. Yeah, they just take uh, and they they introduce a, instead of allowing the tobacco to slowly ferment to cure, they introduce a whole bunch of heat and then they. They just cure it super fast, which traps just like the green in. chlorophyll in the in the color. Chlorophyll, and more so like chlorophyll. It's been super popular. <laughs> shut up! It's been super popular, like way way back in the past when they didn't have time to like, you know, <laughs> properly cure tobacco for a couple of years, and they can do this super fast. So it's been popular back in the day, and then now people try to bring it back and try to find a way to make it good. And I would say, out of all the candelas I've smoked. Recently, and I'm not I'm not pulling anybody's chain. Like this is decent. It's pretty good. Like there's a nice sweetness to it, and the I think the Kentucky Fired Cured adds maybe it uh, offsets that candela in just such a way that. So you makes, are getting some fire cured even. At, so there must be yes, some fire cured filler too. There must be yeah, uh, and and it's pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, Drew Estate props to making <laughs> this cigar. Now that the drink, like I said. I don't feel like this is any kind of a good pairing, but neither neither component is bad. Jordan? Um, all right. It's uh, pretty good construction. Smoking like a classic Drew Estate, obviously. Uh, this one is it's billed as the most full-bodied Deadwood cigar, and it definitely is um, mostly getting 
Lots of earth, leathery kind of stuff. Uh, and then I, I was trying to figure out what was going on in the background, but there's it's almost like um, like a gingerbread cookie that was like left in the mm -hmm. oven a little too long. Like Ooh. got some of the like like a like a almost not burnt, but you know you know what I'm it's like with crispy. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are good. Which is pretty good. Uh, I'm liking yeah. it. I'm liking it. And you know, it's all and then and that's all doused in a heavy sugary syrup. Um, with the tequila, it's kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like an añejo tequila would have had a better chance. It, it is kind of like playing on the sugar of the wrapper uh, a little bit, but it's the tequila is very buttery, and that doesn't go with the earthiness of the cigar. Um, I've also been sipping on some bourbon over here, and that's a lot no more. Way. That's complimenting it. <laughs> believe it or not, <laughs> that's complimenting it a lot better. Um, Stunning turn of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it's interesting. You both are, are smoking Drew Estate uh, cigars here tonight. As everybody knows, Flavor Odyssey is brought to you, as always, by our good friends at Drew Estate. Our relationship with Drew Estate is special, much like some of the special or limited edition Drew Estates have to offer. Drew Estate has some amazing offerings that are now available, like the BOTL Brown Leaf, the Undercrown Shady 20, and one of our personal favorites here at Cigar Dojo, the Undercrown Maduro Dojo Dogma. If you want a smoking session extra special, try a limited edition from Drew Estate. You can find Drew Estate anywhere cigars are sold. Head to DrewEstate.com forward slash store locator to find a shop nearest you and experience the rebirth of cigars. One such retailer is responsible for sponsoring all of the cigars here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss your opportunity to check out Smoke In and experience their courteous and knowledgeable staff with over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from. And go down and visit Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com and sign up for their Cigar of the Month Club or choose a pack of one of your favorite premium brands today at smokein.com. All right, this is the portion of the show where we critique Randy's <laughs> read-ins. I, I, Randy, it's so I, interesting watching we, the uh, the we, evolution. This one, the, the evolution of Randy's read-ins is amazing. Now he's adding in the segue. Do you see that segue? Uh huh. Yeah. Like this is. I mean, it's getting to a whole new level. Now, I I have to say though, I think last week he might have peaked. It was strong, right, Robbie? I, like, now this read-in was, wasn't great, but. <laughs> but the segue, the segue, the segue was, was amazing, dude. You, you were like you were like a mall cop. That segue was so good. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? what? I, I agree on all fronts. To be honest, I I forgot to open the the read before oh, the show, and so I. Yeah, yeah. I, I skipped a line. I read from two separate reads. I was all over the board, hence the not very strong reading. But I appreciate that you uh, gave me credit for for the segue, George. Hey, can we give? Are we gonna give thumbs up, thumbs down on and Randy's oh, read? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give this one. Uh, can I go? I'm gonna pull a Robbie and do. Uh, thumbs sideways. Yeah, we'll go sideways. Yeah, a little okay. bit of both. I'm gonna I'm gonna go thumbs down on this week. Yep. It's Randy, your your performance these last few weeks has been uh, has mirrored that of Bitcoin. You were like you peaked last week. You were great, <laughs> and then this week you dipped a little bit, but you're still pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, strong, yeah. 
but you dipped a little bit. So we're, we're really hoping that next week you triple your, uh, your, your vigor. Yes. Uh, no, two, you have two weeks. You have two weeks to build up. You can build up. I'll have a whole new read by then. I literally cannot wait. I mean, this is the part of the show that I, I think most of the people watching, too, they're so, they're so excited. I mean, literally, this has, become, this has become the pinnacle of the show. I think Bill, now, Bill Powers now, gave you an eight. I don't know. That's, that's, I don't know if that's eight out of a hundred or ten, but <laughs> eight out of seventeen <laughs> is the scoring. Yeah, you, you know what? I, I appreciate the feedback. I'll, I'll I'll take the challenge, and I I look forward to coming back uh, in season three with the strongest reads in the industry. Wow! wow. We hope. Chad we Chad hope. gives it a thumbs up. Okay. Thumbs up. Right. Hey, uh, Robert King Rob Jr. gives it a thumbs up. Certified read. Nice, <laughs> nice. Did Rob? Uh, did I get a thumbs up or down from you? I just I, got your Bitcoin. I copped out and did some thumb sideways. Well, basically, okay. my investment is the same as it was when I started. So you're, you're kind of, you know, hey, breaking so I, evens. You, you not know, bad. not the worst thing in the world. It's really not. It's really. Not. <laughs> uh, no, we need to. We need you. Need to start like dropping just a couple of random little things in there, just a, yeah. just a, a little tidbit that's just a nonsensical word. Maybe. Sentence enhancers. Patrick just Larkin something. gives it a fingers up. Yeah, uh, get the that's... the one finger salute. Uh, you get the Larkin <laughs> from Larkin. That's good. Uh, 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 a special shout, a shout out to to Patrick Larkin. He's a he's a tremendous uh, member of of uh, of of our crew, of our of our family, of our audience of. Of everything that we do here, he he really tried to go above and beyond. It got it got nixed, Patrick. It's just asking too much to have you go above and beyond the way you try to do. But I got to tell you, man, we love you. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you big time. Now I, I think about you every time I have a tootsie pop. That is such a weird thing uh, to say, but okay. <laughs> Randy, at some point in this show, you're gonna like open some sort of secret box. That's what the the comments are going. Nuts. Oh, there is a box. So I so I got a, part of the reason that my read was soft. I I almost pulled a Robbie. I was this close, Eric. You would have been so disappointed. You almost got a call from me to to hear, guys. I'm stuck in traffic. I might be <laughs> late for the show. I yeah. came into the, my house eight minutes before we went on the air, which is not like me at all. I had to take a trip down to the brewery today. I got tied up at work. I was running super late, but as I ran in the door, there was a delivery that I ran right past some boxes there. Um, so, uh, Rob, as, as you kind of take us through the, the next step, I might step away here. Oh, I like it. I like the sound of this. Oh, oh Randy's uh, he's going uh, on location, on assignment. <laughs> uh, and so now, guys, we get to vamp, yeah. which is, uh, is very exciting. Heck so yes. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about this uh, the second cocktail that uh, my wife, my lovely wife, Dana, was uh, gracious enough to bring to me. It um, is not good. It's just, it's just not good. Like the the first time I had it, uh, was uh, was much better. Obviously, it was we I was at the distillery, so it was fun. Uh, but this one is just, it's it's just bad times all the way around. It tastes kind of like, like a, <clears throat> like an iced tea, that you poured an IPA into. Oof. Yeah, it's not good. Oof. It's it's actually kind of <laughs> terrible. That, that sounds uh, horrific. Yeah, but the the first pairing this. Now, so it was my first pairing was Glenmorangie, very basic, uh, a ten-year-old Scotch, 
and uh, Di Sirono, one of my favorite bottles. I always like these bottles. They're yeah, that's cool. cool. It's a cool bottle. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it was very, very sweet. I kind of want to pour another one because that pairing was, and in fact, I will because we've got a few minutes. I'm just going to eyeball it. It's supposed to be a one-to-one -one ratio, but we'll see what happens. That pairing was much better. Um, there was a little bit of, I mean, obviously a little bit of sweetness in there because this uh, Di Sirono is, it tastes like it's, it tastes like sweet tea, kind of like it's that level of sweet. I do like that sound, Jordan? Isn't you there know, isn't there a local like Di Sirono here that got popular for a while? What is it? Tuwaka. I don't think that was local. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was local. That's Any, a, that's a no, Tuwaka is an Italian liqueur. So is Di Sirono. They're both Italian liqueurs. Okay, all right. That's the sim similar kind of thing. Those are good, uh, Robbie. I can imagine that being Di pretty Sirono, good. What what is it, Robbie? Almond? Almond? It's Actually. almond liqueur. Yeah, like a Di Sirono uh, sour. Like an amaretto oh, sour is, is a is kind of a basic uh, cocktail. Um, that's pretty good actually because you 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 have the contrasting the sweet from the uh, from the amaretto and the sour from you know lemon. Um, that's actually pretty tasty. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people just drink this straight. <clears throat> it's it's not uh, it's not a terrible uh, a terrible liqueur. But when you you mix it with the scotch, I'd almost like to, and I know you guys would hate this, but mix it with like a peaty scotch. And add that level of sweetness to that in kind of contrast with that, that heavy peat flavor would, I think, would be really, really interesting. Um, but just, just with this regular uh, Glenmorangy, it's, I'm surprised. I've never had a, a scotch cocktail, uh, frankly, that I really enjoyed. And I, I could see myself drinking this one again. I always thought it was interesting with the, the almond extract. It tastes so much like cherries. And I think that's like one of the primary ingredients in Dr. Pepper. That's what... Gives oh. it the cherry taste, not uh, actual cherries. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, just for a point of clarification, because I did step away for a moment. Uh, Rob, are you going back to your original I am. drink? <clears throat> okay, yeah. I was about to I say, am. did you really just introduce a third pairing? In <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have seven of them lined up. Uh, no, I, I was, again, I was kind of overcompensating because like, I feel a little bit bad that my my the beverage side of my pairing wasn't really outside the box but this this um uh godfather cocktail is pretty good man i would want to go with the scotch that's got a bit more body to it the next time and maybe not do like a one-to-one -one, maybe like a three to two kind of thing or or something uh where the de serono does taste like a hard dr pepper is absolutely right uh, who says randy yeah it's um <clears throat> oh he's using monkey shoulder yeah that, that's uh isn't Monkey Shoulder kind of expensive? Is, is that the one you got confused with uh, well, recently? Seven, yeah, I brought yeah, that yeah, up last. Yeah, week. you thought it was a gin. Um, How could you possibly you confuse two, <laughs> uh, two spirits? One called Monkey Shoulder, one called Monkey Forty Seven. What was I thinking? You. But I got to say, it's it's kind of funny that you're now speaking so highly, and then of all of all descriptors, you said you'd like more body. When you left that cocktail, you literally referred to it as sticky sweet. Yes. Well, when I said I want more body, I said I, w I would want more body from the scotch. So a little bit more earthiness, if that makes sense. I, I mean, to combat some of that sweetness. All right. So Audience is ripping you guys pretty hard. Despite, I don't know why. I, you know, this, that's the theme of the show. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Mike is not going to be winning uh, today. <laughs> All right. 
So, uh, so we, we we will be doing an unboxing apparently on the show. Sorry, I didn't warn you guys. Uh, th- th- this showed this showed up. It's an unconventional today. show. Make sure right? make sure to describe it for the podcast users. Uh, oh, good, okay. Good he's point. he's opening the. Oh, he's I, 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 I have, back I have one a, of the flaps. Red, white, and blue box. It's got I have a, a, on it. Yeah, it's it's roughly uh, it's roughly seven and a quarter by seven and a quarter by <laughs> six and a half inches. Uh, it, it appears to be from USPS, which means it was likely shipped. At least six to eight weeks ago. <laughs> uh, let's, <laughs> let's see here. Okay, as I open it, oh, this. Oh well, there's a note. It says, "Randy, this must be opened live on Flavor Odyssey." That <laughs> almost. Can, see what's can you imagine if you didn't? Yeah, yeah. Th- that that almost makes oh, me feel like I shouldn't open it live <laughs> on, on the air. There, yeah, there uh, could uh, be uh, some interesting yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, this, this could be a problem. Okay, we got a, a, a small uh, version, a small bottle of Jim Beam. Uh, Kentucky straight bourbon. Okay, so I'll have that handy. You know, if I'm driving down the road, I got something in my like that change pocket, the coin pocket. Right there, you know, you, you know? can you used to be able to carry those on to uh, yeah, on flights. You you can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Oh, can. maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. Do they, are they still are, are people are planes still flying? Well, if they are, I'm pretty sure you can still carry those on. They're classically known as the airplane bottles, aren't they? Uh, so I I got I got a. a Little trilogy of of small cigars here, which is always handy. You know, Did you say who this was from? The Castle Crew. Oh, this is uh, from the Castle Crew. Those that don't know, if you're not on Dojo Verse uh, with great frequency, you know, uh, I, I I was uh, honored recently as uh, as Dojo Verse uh, deemed the Castle Crew as having a uh, a membership badge. Uh, I was given a badge. I was pretty excited. It's, Kind of like a, a social club. It's kind of a private thing. It's kind of kind of part of my deal. Uh, let's see here. Uh, He's a pretty uh, big deal. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. You know, when I first got on the original Dojo app, um, Castle Crew is made up of of, of uh, primarily all those uh, kind of uh, OGs that I looked up to when I first ca- came on. You know, you know, uh, obviously uh, Castle Old Crew. guys. No OGs uh, on on the app. It's uh, Kurt Anderson. Randy, make sure to makes, use your golf analyst voice for this whole thing. And so, Kurt Anderson of Castle no, Cigar Golf. <laughs> golf. It's, it's a little quieter. A little quieter. Uh, I'm the box. Oh, okay. oh, oh. oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. I, I, I was thinking of my broadcaster voice in general. So I, I got some fun cigars, but I'm really curious about this box. It says I have to open it live. Now, I, now, oh, I don't geez. know if that means. Yeah, I'm guessing this is going to be super inappropriate. If you have kids or loved ones that, that are sensitive to things uh, watching with you, you might want to ask them to avert their eyes. Uh, I know the humor of some of these guys, and it's not always appropriate. I'm just going to be honest and tell you that right, right now. Uh, so this is in a box. That is called the Arg Ball. Uh, this is, it looks like a stress relieving ball. I'm 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 guessing this does not have an Arg Ball uh, inside the box. So now you, I mean, hold it up a little higher for the camera. Okay. So now I'm I'm, I'm going to use opens the box. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Is uh, Rob? You need to narrate. This is going to be so anticlimactic. <laughs> All right. That's, I, I mean, I mean, I'm guessing it's gonna like jump out and bite me. He's opening the box now. It's blue. There's some pink lettering. Oh, the box is open. He's reacting okay. to it. We are eagerly awaiting it's, his response. There is another, another box, box inside the box, and it is. I have a feeling this is going to be a theme. 
where it's a box inside of a box inside of a box. What's a in the box? It's a very <clears throat> secure babushka box. Is it right. babushkas? Is it? It's babushkas. Yeah, those are the the Russian nesting dolls, I believe. Well, let's just end it right there, like this. The suspense. Yeah, we'll just... all, right, all right, guys. We'll catch you next week as Odyssey <laughs> continues. Uh, but don't forget to to get on JoJo verse tonight. Share your unconventional pairing and hashtag unconventional. Look it up, Barry. It's it's it's. Cap- you're capable of spelling it right. It's a word. It's, it's a word. <laughs> You'll Lord. you'll find it. Okay, so it's not a box. I got, I got big news here. Oh, not a box. oh, here we go. It's it's a big it's a big. Now uh, we're getting uh, down to the the nitty gritty. Okay, it, whatever it is, it's pink. It is a. <laughs> not only is it the tiniest little castle uh, possibly ever built, it it, it has a, a a plaque. On the bottom of sorts, and it says participation award. <laughs> that is castle. amazing. <laughs> so the um, ca- castle crew, yes. may, he makes castle-shaped cigar stands. That's a, just a, a teeny one. A teeny bitty bitty teeny. Toothpick, maybe. <laughs> maybe a toothpick. Yeah, yeah. This this is about the size of one of one of my canines. Uh, this is about the size of a human tooth, uh, and apparently it is. Well, you know what I can tell you people? Uh, that makes me the owner of two one-of-a-kind, uh, uh, you know, memorabilia. And, and I, I'm honored uh, to, to accept this participation award because most people know I participate at a really high level. And so, you know, you don't just get a participation award if you don't participate at a certain level. So, uh, so thank you to the Castle crew for my... Wonderful, Rivet, e- riveting, e- riveting e- material on the podcast. <laughs> riveting. Yeah, we we appreciate Oof. that six and a half minutes of filler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fantastic that uh, that they somehow created like, probably like a three D printer or something. The, the tiniest castle in the world for uh, Randy's participation trophy. It'll go well on your participation shelf, which apparently you keep right. <laughs> Next to your microphone, so that is uh, that is fantastic. Just know, uh, it, so uh, applause okay. to the Castle crew for coming through with that. Um, let's uh, okay, so let's we're kind of wrapping things up here. Let's get towards uh, the end here and and talk about our pairings. Uh, I will go last. Randy has been unboxing. He appears to be texting now. So we're wow. He just <laughs> does not like, care about I'm this show. <laughs> so we will. Uh, I'm gonna go to people who actually care about the show. And, and talk to Jordan, because I know Eric's not paying attention. Uh, Jordan, how is, uh, tell us about the, this pairing. I know it, it's, it's a little sketchy. I get the feeling based on your, the, the face you're making. Uh, but I think you like the cigar, right? I'm liking the cigar. I mean, I've always been a fan. Of, if I'm going to go something, you know, un- unconventional, I've, Deadwood's always been a good option. And it, for, you know, all the... The releases they've had in the past, the Fat Bottom Betty, Sweet Jane, et cetera, et cetera, they always kind of seemed like the same blend in, in new sizes, whereas this is the first release that was, you know, kind of amped the profile up a bit, and it is nice and bold, and uh, with the sweetness on there, the sweetness in the earth, it makes for a fun fun sort of a uh, change of pace. Um, the tequila is not the way to go, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Don't do it. Don't do it. Buttery. It, it's almost like vodka at this point you know like am i really even doing anything uh bourbon was a much better choice 
Maybe you even I, I might even go uh, hot toddy to mm, stick I, with the tea theme here. I almost did a hot toddy tonight. There was like seven things I almost paired with, and that was one of them. I'm gonna go thumbs down. Thumbs down. All thumbs right. down. Eric, how about you? Um. So first of all. This might be the longest burning cigar in the history of Earth. It Jeez. doesn't look Whoa, like you smoked any. That's for you. I lit this before the show started, and it's only burned that much. And it has... It's like an inch. It has reached a, maybe a half an inch. Um, it has reached a sort of a plateau of funness. Um, I, is that a word? I don't think I'm enjoying it as much as I did when I started. The cigar is not bad. Um... There's definitely nothing wrong with it. It's not great. It's not bad. Um, I kind of lost some of the conglomeration of flavor between the uh, Kentucky Fired Cured and the Candela. And then, like I said before, this this is not a great drink anyways. It's not terrible. This uh, Jefferson's Manhattan barrel-aged cocktail, I wouldn't recommend buying it. It's only about 30 bucks. But I, I would not recommend buying it. And so all of that adds up to I guys, I I, I texted you guys when I said I was so excited about this pairing because I thought maybe I I cracked the code, Robbie. Yeah. I thought I cracked the code. I did not crack the code. Uh not a good pairing. What would uh, be better? So what would be better um with this is, is just maybe water. Um just get get out of the way, you know, get out of the way of the cigar. Let the cigar do its thing. Let the cigar do its thing. Petey Scotch? Uh no. No. I don't think so. Um so I'm going to go big thumbs down for me guys. Sorry. Um yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll jump in on mine here. Uh yeah, hot toddy was was something that I toyed with the idea of uh, mold wine was something I was going to do. I just don't like anything that's hot that has alcohol in it. I just don't. There's there's something. And Randy, am, am I weird? Like, uh, where coffee this, with Bailey's in it? Are you kidding I don't, me? I, yeah, I don't like it. Like when when alcohol gets heated up, it smells different to me. It does. There's there's a there's a there's something on the nose that is just really unappealing. It smells like cleaning product. And it just throws everything off for me. So I can't. My wife likes to have a hot toddy, and she likes to make mold wine and all that. I just can't do it. I'm just not into it. Um, so I didn't. I spared myself of drinking something that I didn't want to drink, and uh, went with some other stuff that I didn't want to drink that thought might be a little bit better. And it turns out one of them was right. This um, uh, Godfather cocktail is is something that I'm going to revisit. And actually, I've I've added a slice of lo- uh, lemon to it and squeeze just to get a little bit of citrus in there because it was a little too sweet. So some citrus to cut through, a little acid to cut through that sweet. And this is actually really good. I'm enjoying it. It's bringing out a lot of sweetness in the cigar, the earthiness and the spiciness from the cigar. There's a lot of black pepper on the retrohale, like heavy black pepper on the retrohale, almost like black peppercorn almost. Um, is very, very nice. I really like this cigar, and I want to revisit it. Oh, I've got a couple, of, a, a couple more. Um, and I don't know if the 2020 version, if this is something that changes every year. I know there's a 2020 version. I'm not sure what the difference is. But uh, this with the uh, Ecuadorian Maduro and the Corojo Barber Pole. Randy, you can call it what you want. It's a Barber Pole. And it is, to me, very, very tasty. Really good cigar. That pairing is going to get, for me, an enthusiastic thumbs up. The second half was just, no, terrible. I took like five or six sips and threw it away. It's just not good. But this uh, Godfather cocktail, check it out. It's if you like scotch, and you want it to be maybe a little bit sweetness in your cocktail, throw a slice of lemon in there to uh, to spice it up. 
but I'll give that one. So uh, I guess I have to give you one of these, like usual. Yeah. No, you give me, give me. A, oh, we'll go thumbs up because the second pairing, I just took a couple of sips and threw it away. Uh, I'm definitely a thumbs up on the uh, on the Godfather cocktail. It was, I, I never would have done it. My wife pushed me in that direction, and it was, uh, it's quite good. I highly recommend it. Robbie, do you just have like a full bar at your disposal, like on the show? Like you added citrus into the mix? Well, I took during the show. I took the citrus from the other from the other drink. Yeah, there oh, was a slice oh, okay. of lemon in the other cocktail. No, I do have an uh, an exceptionally full bar. Uh, in the house, but it's in the house. It's not right next to me. I have. Uh, I just like pictured it like right with all the, the glassware. Right there, it's... I've got. I've got some uh, a selection of uh, Topo Chico in the garage. <laughs> As you should. There's. As I have a wine should. and beer fridge behind me, and there's taps if you want to have some cider. My wife makes cider that's back there, but uh, no, no full bar in the garage. Mm. But I cleaned over here. Did you notice that? Okay. <laughs> Cleaned it up. Oops. So I, I, I find it super interesting that you threw away at least two uh, two drinks uh, for this show, and it took you 11 different tries to find anything that you like. Because uh, as, as Robbie pointed out, he sent us pictures of all these options that he had in his Just bar. Just one. Uh, mold well, wine. I no, no. Well, I, no, I, I was going to say my favorite. What? Yeah. <laughs> one picture at Cocktails, cocktails and Dreams. Why would you not call it cocktails and dreams? Um, I see it in pink neon. Blink, blink, blinkity blink. Um, I found hypnotic in my bar. That was the one that Randy liked. I don't know if you guys even know what hypnotic Are is. Are you doing that like crazy Hawaiian blue cocktail? It's, it's blue. I don't know why it was here. Uh, I tasted it. It doesn't really taste like anything. It's kind of sweet. It's a little bit tart. Kind of tastes like lemony-ish. Uh, they recommend that you could pair it with just about any spirit. I thought about pairing it with uh, champagne just for the shock of the visual because it is very, very bright blue. But uh, put no, it in uh, the Glenmorangie. No, that'd be terrible. That'd be absolutely <laughs> terrible. Uh, they did say you could pair it with bourbon, like or mix it with bourbon. It's like, why on earth would Whoa. you do that? It's nasty. Nee, nee, nee. Uh, and it's funny, Eric, with what you did, I almost uh, my. My wife was gifted a bottle of a barrel-aged uh, old-fashioned that a friend of hers made. And so basically he made these old-fashions, put it in a, uh, I don't know if it's like a, an ex-whiskey barrel or just like a, just a barrel, and aged it for like seven months. A cocktail mm. that he made and aged it for seven months. And you just pour it into the glass with a little bit of ice and, and it's good to go. It's actually really but tasty. With, what I'm curious about with those is like you can't, add fruit in there what do you like do you like make a a simple syrup with cherry and orange in the simple syrup and add add that in there i don't know i didn't ask him what he made probably probably I mean, use otter pops maybe yeah, put a little bit of uh, use a little bit of the of the syrup i would think yeah so a syrup like a there was there was no or maybe uh, you just do like the syrup and the bitters and the bourbon and then add the fruit post well, you would add, there was definitely a cherry flavor to it. So mm-hmm. whatever he did, he may have done like a cherry simple syrup, like a cherried simple syrup. Right. Um, right. Or taken some of the, if you get those Luxardo, the $7,000 cherries, there's some of that, uh, that syrup that's in there already. Maybe pour some jo- of that in Jordan, there. Jordan, I, Jordan, tell him about your I got your Luxardo some of cherries. those for Christmas, stocking stuffer, my first time with a, my own little jar of Luxardo. Oh, and no, you didn't like them because they taste like heaven. Well, they're amazing. And, and my wife put them precariously in the fridge and opened the fridge and... Oh, <laughs> $7,000 all over the floor! 
<laughs> so I gotta like try. I had like three investment. cocktails with Luxardo cherry. Uh, yeah, real quick before we do Randy's uh, pairing, Jordan, what's that uh, high west uh, mid winter's night dram? That's what it is. Okay, so uh, but that's a good version of of what we're talking about. Like that actually is good, don't you think? I don't think that's a cocktail in a in a uh, in a drink. That's that's just a uh, a bourbon mix. It's yeah, it's a, it's a I think it's. A, isn't it it's sort right. of a, a blend? Okay. Well, it, may, it might be a blend. It, I think it changes a little bit every year. Oh, it's just it's, aged but it's finished in a in, barrel in a, uh, that uh, had Manhattan cocktail. Something like, yeah, it. it's finished in a, a okay. barrel, yeah. It's, All right. And it's amazing. It's, it is it's highly recommended if you can uh, if you have the means. It is very choice. Gotcha, okay. Uh, but, uh, the, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's hard to find, but they do. Uh, it is very, very tasty. That's, my wife loves that. Whenever we find it, she freaks out and... We have to drive all over the state to find to right. grab the last bottle, that kind of thing. But yeah, you may be right. They they may age it in some kind of strange barrel that has a little bit of uh, cherry note to it. Randy, we haven't let you talk for twenty minutes. Say something profound now. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't no know question. how profound it's going to be. Is that you're going to be let down. So, uh, but getting back to my pairing, which is the actual point of. Uh, <laughs> Kicking it back to me, I would say that, um, again, the fair warning, uh, very tasty cigar. I'm enjoying this a lot. I think, uh, you know, Jordan is super anti-barber pole, anti-candela. As I said, he's the whole reason I've never smoked one. Um, I think you, I, I think if you smoked this one, you, you'd be uh, pleasantly surprised that um, that candela note is subdued, if notable at all. And so um, I didn't find any... Um, any value in pairing it with the green tea. The green tea was fine. There was nothing uh, offensive about it. Uh, it does go much better with the rye that I'm drinking. And well, I kind of, uh, I've kind of softened on the whole idea of, of it being good with the Hefeweizen. It really isn't. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it goes much better with the whiskey, but uh, so I'm going to have to give it a thumbs down because my official pairing, uh, unlike Rob with nine pairings, uh, I, uh, my official pairing is green tea and a fair warning. It, it wasn't the most interesting pairing, but I like the cigar very much. I'd recommend it. I'll smoke it again. And so moving right, right, right <laughs> along with the show as, as Rob just looks at me disappointed. Just, just uh, shakes his head. Shakes uh, his head. I, I, I am excited about some of the uh, the pairings that I saw Jordan flashing on the screen. As you said, the hot toddy was on there. I think someone else was drinking that uh, that hemoglobin uh, beer cocktail that you were uh, that you drank the hemoglobin. What? What was it? You, there was it your second pairing. Well, well, honestly, there there is actually a, a Scotch cocktail called Blood and Sand. If you want to talk about hemoglobin. Um, no, the, the the second I think uh, I would guess Oshkosh Bagosh. Oshkosh Bagosh, indeed. I think the uh, the person who was I think it was Randy, somebody, uh, maybe not, uh, who said that I stole their second pairing. They were probably referring to the uh, Godfather cocktail. It's a little bit more well known than this Akintoshin and ale. But Akintoshin, uh, that's it. Akintoshin is the name. Oshkosh Bagosh, that's good. Is <laughs> the name of the distillery. And ah. they make uh, one of my favorite scotches, Randy, the Akintosh and Three Wood, which is a very, very, very good scotch, uh, aged in three different oak barrels, uh, finished in Oloroso sherry casks. And if you know me at all, Randy, you know 
There's no quicker way to my heart than an Oloroso sherry cask. You know what I'm saying? I've never even heard you say the word Oloroso, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've actually referenced it many, many times on the show. Um, it is, uh, yeah, that's, I keep, whoever drinks sherry, whoever you are out there, keep drinking it so I can have the scotch that I like. Because I don't know who drinks the sherry that goes into the cask before the scotch does, but whatever, enjoy it. Um, this was this was fun. It was kind of uh, a little bit of a quirky episode. Um, it definitely made me try a drink that I never would have tried before. I never would have had old uh, Di Serono and um, and Scotch. I never would have done that. And I'm actually when this show is over, I'm going to do this with a different Scotch and see if it's uh, a little bit better. I actually really really like it. It's uh, very tasty. It's a little bit sweet, but a little slice of lemon helps out. Uh, Randy, any final parting words of wisdom as we wrap up season two? We're not going to be here next week. We're going to come back with season three, but we're going to let everybody know the the kind of the idea behind season three and the first five pairings this Friday, right? We, did we have we said that out loud yet? I believe that we did, but it's important to reiterate it. So tune in on Friday. Watch Smoke Night Live. Uh, be paying attention ahead of Smoke Night Live this Friday. Uh, as Rob said, uh, we will be doing the big unveil. If you want to join us for the uh, the pairings, we're going to let everybody know with a little bit of time to get uh, situated for those. Uh, like I said, we'll take next week off. Come back on January 27th with the season premiere of season three, which I'm really excited about. And uh, yeah, man, thank you everybody for, for supporting the show. Thank you for being here for season two, Eric Jordan. Thank you for showing up every week and uh, you know, turning on the equipment and uh, putting up with us and uh, partaking. Play. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, appreciate we, that. we, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll, we'll see you. I'll be going from here on to uh, dojo verse to do some posting and stuff. So uh, keep new uh, badge guys today. Ooh, yeah. I saw that crown heads, crown heads, crown heads badge. Nice. nice. That's, that's, let's that's get awesome. nuts. That's, that's, that's one legit. of those brands that we, we've talked about this a little bit off air where they had a pretty good year. Oh yeah. Crown heads. Yeah. Crown heads kind of burst back onto the scene. I think yeah. last year and this year were like huge comeback years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've, uh, they've, they've done, they've done pretty well. There's, they've uh, produced some pretty good cigars. Um, but uh, why do we have a, a Flavor Odyssey badge? Well, there's no way to get a badge for an event yet, but that will come in 2021. Okay, so yeah. I'm 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 getting ahead of myself. But, yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, we're not we're not cool enough. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I feel like we're kind of like a social group. No, is that not? Yeah, I. You well, know what? Somebody I, said I need a Caldwell badge. We have a Caldwell badge. There, there is a Caldwell badge. Huh? Come yeah. on, Mike. Yeah. You're better than that. <laughs> you have to, but you have to be really tall to get it. Right. What you have I to be over six you feet. You have to be riding three. a unicycle. <laughs> the same with the Fratello badge. You have to be... There's a there's a barrier of entry Enormous. that I just don't make. Um, no, it's, this, is, uh, this has been a great season. We had a lot of fun. Uh, wrap, what is that noise outside my house? There is... Uh, we wrapped up season two. This was a lot of fun episode. Um, next season, I'm really excited about it. I think next season is going to be Randy the idea that we you and I are kind of throwing around and we're going to we're going to tweak it, fine tune it, grease it up, massage it a little bit. Ooh. Uh, over the yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Over the next uh, over the next couple of weeks and um, we'll let you guys know uh, this coming Friday really what the first few pairings are going to be and then uh, go from there. But I'm really excited about season 3. 
Uh, there was some trepidation there. What are we going to do? Like, we've kind of done this, we've done that. But I think season three really does uh, fall right in line with uh, what, uh, I mean, Randy and I, what we feel like, what we feel like the show really is. This is, it's a pairing show for cigar smokers. It's not necessarily a cigar show. It's not necessarily a uh, beer show or this, that, or the other. It's just, it's pairing and flavor show for cigar smokers. And I think that season three really is right on brand with that. Uh, so really excited about that. Um, but with that being said, we won't be here next week. We'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks. What's the date, Randy? January what? 27th. 27th. That feels so far away. It's almost, it's almost June. How did that happen? June? <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning Wait, in. Wait, hold on. There's Friday's show real quick. Oh, yeah. What's going on on Friday? Holy crap. I Sorry. missed it. No, that's okay. Um, <clears throat> so Friday's episode is the culmination of the Cigar of the Year. This is our biggest show of the year. Is Friday night. That's when we will announce all the awards, including the top three cigars of the year. Uh, also, the exceptional awards, which feature things like best value cigar, um, best under the radar cigar, best luxury cigar, best brand of the year, best factory of the year, and our top five uh, limited edition cigars. As you guys know, if you're following our list, our main list, the top 10 cigars, Jordan, that fits a specific criteria. And we've always designed this so that. An average guy can go in, take our list, and go into a, a brick-and-mortar store and most likely be able to buy any of those cigars. Right, Jordan? Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, at least online. Like, you you can get the cigars. There's, yeah. It's not like you're, you're going to get, like, Cubans or anything that's a million dollars on there, ultra-limited, that it's already sold out. You can... You have a chance at getting... And, of course, cigars. Jordan, the best, the most important factor in the list of all is what? The cigars came out this year! <laughs> or last year. 2020. Right. It's the cigar of the year for 2020. So these, all of these cigars came out in 2020. I still don't understand why other lists don't have that requirement. It makes no sense to me. But Otherwise, hey. you might as well just call it the best cigars we happen to smoke this year. Yeah. And, uh, and also on the show Friday, <laughs> we'll probably have uh, Randy on, and he'll come in and talk about Flavor Odyssey. And then the week after that, I'm traveling. So Robbie and Randy will be guest hosting on that. That's what? the 22nd. What? Robbie and Randy, it's a, it's a Flavor Odyssey takeover of Smoke Night Live. They will be doing it, and I believe we'll have the Crown Heads guys on that episode. So look forward to that on the 22nd. Indeed. I, I have a I have a. Two quick questions yes. for uh, Friday, Friday night Before show. Before you jump into that, on my screen it just said Randy raised his hand. Yeah, I was trying to get, uh, I was trying to be polite and, and not cut him off. You Hello. should, you should lear learn a little something about etiquette. Uh, the, uh, so the two questions that I had for you, Eric, yeah. was uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, any chance I can do the live read on Friday? Oh, maybe, uh, yes. maybe make up for my, my my week read tonight. Yes, totally. That is going awesome. to absolutely happen. You're going to be there to do the live read, and at the end of the show, you'll talk about Flavor Odyssey season three. So yes, that's that's a, it's a done deal. Done it's deal. a done deal. Perfect. It's in, it's in the and, show. And, Awesome. And, and one question about the Cigar of the Year. Yes. Is there a chance that there is a participant of the year trophy <laughs> there might uh, be. being floated around? <laughs> <laughs> if there is, I think we all know who would win it. <laughs> I, I've, I've got uh, a spent toilet paper roll if we mm. want to make a trophy out of that. Or, uh, <laughs> can, we can get a Sharpie and write your name on it and send it to you. Um, <laughs> Rob, uh, take Randy, it out. 
<laughs> Randy, like sometimes I could just tell when Randy wants to punch me in my face. And I'm really glad that I'm about 25 miles away. Because like these glasses, are, they're not cheap, man. So just at least let me take them off first. Uh, <clears throat> no, that's, that's, uh, that's exciting. It's going to be a fun uh, show on Friday. Uh, next week we'll have No Flavor Odyssey, but Randy and I will be hosting uh, Smoke Night Live. So that's going to be a lot of fun with the Crown, Head, Crown Heads boys. I know Miguel will be there. Hopefully we can get uh, John to join us as well. That will be a lot of fun. A couple of my favorite people in the industry. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time. And uh, those are two of my favorite guys in the industry, for sure, uh, without question. Um, and Miguel's a big baseball guy. So, Randy, you don't have to join in. Like, Miguel and I can just talk about just baseball the whole time. We won't talk about cigars or anything, just baseball. All right, so let's not <laughs> do like that show. Uh, let's, uh, a change of plans. Uh, <laughs> I will be coming to you live from I, Tampa. And I'll, I'll be on my phone. I won't, I won't ask any baseball questions, I promise. Maybe one. Maybe you one you have one. one in there. You, have, you one have one. Can can I wear my World Series ring? No. Oh, please yes. Do. Oh, please do. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's, this was a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks to Castle Group for Randy for sending Randy his uh, lovely pink uh, tiny trophy. <laughs> is uh, wait, wait a minute. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. What Don't to say do that in public. <laughs> yeah, I said that last week that yours was pink and uh, I really enjoy it or something to that effect. I was listening to the podcast on my way to work the other day, and uh, that was something that I said to Randy, and it was actually kind of embarrassing. Uh, but anyway, great show, a lot of fun. Season two was a blast. Season three is going to be even better. I'm really, really excited about it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody, be safe, be healthy, stay safe, stay healthy. Have a great week. I repeated myself. Be healthy. Happy. Uh, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks as Odyssey Season 3 continues. Thank you.